for them. That they weren't going to let any social taboo or any religious taboo or religious norm get in the way of them getting close to the opportunity to get something from Jesus. And even though you know, that, was, that was not acceptable that for them to come close to another person, they didn't care. They maybe heard the story that he had healed another leper or two along the way. They're like, you know, we're going to get close to him because maybe we could get what other people have gotten. And, you know, they, they approached him really for, if you break it down, there, there are two reasons why they approached him. First of all, they knew that they had a need. And secondly, they thought that maybe he could help them. And really the same is true for us. Is that what leads us to approach Jesus in a personal way is knowing that we have a need and having a hope that he can come through for us. And I think one of the biggest challenges in human nature and especially in the, the abundant world that we live in today is that oftentimes we don't know. We have needs, but we're too proud or unaware of what our real needs are. And so we don't approach Jesus because, oh, I got this myself. No, I, I, I'm okay. You know, I, I, we're self-sufficient or we just want to, you know, we, we, feel, we feel okay about things or maybe we don't feel about, okay about things, but we, we think we're supposed to handle it ourselves or we want to handle it ourselves. But to approach Jesus, it's, it's realizing we have a need and then coming to him as the one who can come through for us. And so that's, that's the first part of having uh, faith in Jesus leads us to approach him. In the same way that these lepers approach Jesus, we can approach Jesus today. All right, pick up, continue on the story here. Verse 14. When Jesus saw them, he said to them, Go and show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were cleansed. They were healed. Right, think about that. One sentence. We're going to just look at this for a minute. He said, go show yourselves to the priest. And as they went, they were healed. Now, remember, I mentioned this earlier that the Old Testament law that God had given was that, hey, if you have a leprosy, if you have a skin diseases, a disease, and it clears up, then you go through this cleansing process, and then you go see the priest, and he can say, yeah, you're good. He's the one that had the authority to, to declare them clean and able to be back in, in the community. So Jesus said, go. It's interesting, he didn't, say be, he, he didn't say you're healed. He didn't say be healed. He just said, go show yourself to the priest. And it's interesting that nothing physically changed at that moment. Their leprosy was still there. They looked down at their arms. They looked down at their hands. It's still going on. It's still there. But they had enough faith in who he was and what he said that they did what he told them to do. And they started on the road to see the priest. And somewhere along the road, they realized wait, it's gone. We're healed. I had it here. I don't have it here. Jesus healed me. And this is really insightful because the second thing that faith in Jesus leads us to is to act before we see results. 
Now, there are, t- there are some times where God is a miracle and He shows something so powerfully and real and we go, okay, yeah, I can see that and believe in that. And yeah, that's good. There are many other times where He says, hey, this is what's true. This is what I've done for you. Therefore, I want you to act on it. And it's in the process of going that the results come through. And so, numerous times when Jesus would heal someone who was, who was lame, or His disciples would heal someone who was lame, who couldn't walk. They wouldn't say, okay, I'll pray for you, now you're healed. He said, in the name of Jesus, arise and walk. And they had to take the choice to rise up, even though they'd never stepped a step in their life before. But they obeyed Him and stepped, and as they did that, they experienced the healing. It's really the same way Jesus brings salvation to all of us is that he, the salvation was accomplished through Jesus when he died on the cross for our sins. Salvation was made available to every human being through what he did. Forgiveness of our sins and a restored relationship with God was already made available to every human being. But the message of the gospel is Jesus is Savior and Lord. Repent and believe. Repent means turn from your sin, turn from living for yourself, and trust in Him. And the way we experience that salvation, it doesn't just zap us, but we believe in what He did and we act on it and we turn and trust. And as we turn and trust, we experience the results that He wants to bring into our lives. Now, isn't that interesting? Isn't it, that's not how we would want it to be, Right? We'd be like, God, why can't you just like do it all? And then I'll believe everything. But that's, he made us to be people of faith. He made us to be people who trust in him, who walk it out before we can see everything. And there's so many stories. I was, I was thinking about some stories I've heard where this has happened. I've seen this happen in my own life. But I've got a friend that many of us know him named Steve Strom, who years ago, he was a young man, I think in his 20s, and he went to a, a Christian meeting in Iowa. He was living in Kansas. And he wore glasses. And there was a man there who was praying for people to be healed. And Steve just felt like, you know, I think God wants to heal me. I, I want to see my eyesight healed. I don't want glasses anymore. And so he went forward, and the man prayed for him, and took off his glasses. He still couldn't see. But something in his heart said, you know what, I believe God has done a healing work. I'm just not seeing it yet. And he put his glasses on top of the piano in Iowa and drove home, or I don't know if he drove or his friends drove him. It's an interesting question. But somewhere along the way, he could see again. Now that's crazy. You know, I think, like, how many times has God done something for me but I didn't have the faith to walk it out? I took, put the glasses back on. And then I didn't come into what God had for me. I heard a story once, live and in person, of a guy who was an NFL football player. He was a believer, a follower of Jesus. In the middle of the football season, he had a major knee injury. He tore his ACL. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. It was a bad, bad knee injury. He had a couple other friends on the team who were believers. So he comes off to the sideline. He's injured, can't do anything. They pray for him, 
And I don't remember all the details, if he felt something, or, but he, his knee, still, it was still in pain, still no evidence that anything had changed. But something in his, he, there was a faith that rose up in his heart that said, Jesus has healed my knee. And I just need to get back on the field. And Jesus has healed me. And he went to the coach and said, Coach, put me back in. I'm fine. I'm healed. And I don't know why the coach believed him. But the coach was like, okay, you know, we need you out there. So he put him back in. He's limping to the side. He said, as soon as I cross the line, I put my leg across the boundary line onto the field, I felt this power go into my knee, and it was instantly healed, just like that. Isn't that incredible? Again, as he went, he was healed. That is often how God works in our life. When God gives us a promise, you're reading the Bible, and you read a promise. I read a promise just this morning. The Bible is like, I have not yet experienced that. But I know that's true. I know that's from you, God. I'm going to trust you for that promise. And when you believe it, you start living differently and you act, you act according to what he's going to do. And he does it. And so faith in God leads us to acting before we see the result. Now, there are different timings in how this plays out. You know, sometimes it happens immediately. Sometimes, like, the football guy steps onto the field and it's like, bam, there's, there's a moment in time where it's just that moment. Sometimes people's stories are all different. It may be weeks or months or even years. People, Abraham waited for decades and decades until he was 99 years old for God to fulfill his promise. But it's acting, but God came through and fulfilled the promise. And so faith is acting according to what God has promised you. And I, you know, that's not just any wishful thought that you have, or I would like my life to be like this, but it's when God speaks something to your heart, with something that's in Scripture, or something that God speaks to your heart, or there's a, a way that God just puts a faith inside of you sometimes. And this is, it's hard to describe. And it's different at different times for different people. But sometimes there's just an inner sense that God wants to do something, or that God has done something. And that's, that's, that's a faith that God puts in us. And God wants to teach us to act according to that faith that he puts in our heart. But that's from him. But it's as we trust him and we act according to it that we come into experiencing what he has for us. Isn't that great? Or is that not great? <laughs> what do you think? Um, it's, it's pretty interesting how God works. All right. Um, so we, we approach Jesus. We act before we see the results. And let's, let's go on in the story. Verse 15, then one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back, praising God with a loud voice. And he fell on his face at Jesus' feet, giving him thanks. Now he was a Samaritan. He was one of those Arkansas dudes, one of those foreigners. Then Jesus answered, we're not ten cleansed. Where are the nine? Was no one found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? And he said to him, rise and go your way. Your faith has made you well. The third thing that this man's faith led him to do was to acknowledge him. 
was to acknowledge God, to give credit to God for what he had done. I mean, this guy was, this boy was excited, so you can imagine. Like, wow, I had leprosy, and it's gone. God healed me. And he, I imagine he's running back to Jesus and falls on his face and says with a loud voice, he's thanking him. Oh, God healed me. Thank you so much for, for doing that. Thank you for, man, oh, I'm so grateful. My life has been changed. And he acknowledged what God, is, what God had done. And, you know, that's, that's the appropriate response, right? That's the obvious response. But it's interesting that one in ten had that response. All ten experienced the miracle that God did for them. But only, only one thanked God and acknowledged Him. And, you know, it's, it's, that's our nature. We, it's easy for us to forget what God has done for us or what people have done for us. I, I've noticed in the last, last couple of years, last year or two, as, as a pastor, and just as a Christian, you have a lot of conversations with people and those situations in their life. And I've noticed this thing that just that happens regularly. And it's kind of funny. But I'm talking to someone, and I, they're t- telling me their problem or their situation. And I know, hey, this is what they need to hear. This is what God wants to tell them. If they could just get this, this truth, this understanding, this would change everything for them. And so I tell them. And a lot of the times it, it's, it seems like they're not really getting it. It's like... I can tell, just like the connection's not happening, that this is, no, this really will change your life if you get this. This is the deal. And maybe it's like, oh, yeah, 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 but it's, it's not really happening. And then, like, a month later, I'm talking to the person, and they go, you know what I figured out? <laughs> and they tell me the very thing that I told them. <laughs> and I'm like, that's really great. That, I'm so glad you figured that out. Well, that's, that's so cool how that's helped you. And I've talked to other people like, yeah, that happens to me too. I think it's just, it's human nature. Like we, we, we forget and then we think we thought of it all by ourselves. Actually, it's like, oh man, wow, I had this revelation. I don't know. Now really everything we get comes, comes from somewhere else. It's not from us. Um, but that is so true. Of God gives us all so much. And so often we're focused on what we don't have. What we need and we, we forget what he's done. And when he does stuff, it's like, oh, that's great. And then so quickly we go back to just, you know, okay, what's the next thing? But it gives God pleasure. And it's appropriate when we acknowledge him for, for what he's done for us. And, you know, it's just so easy to take it and, and forget about it. Or, but we, we all have so many gifts from God. And many of us, there are miracles. We can look at our lives and go, man, that was a miracle that God did in my life. I was on the brink of suicide, and Jesus totally changed me. Or I had this physical issue, or this financial situation, and God came through. We, every one of us who has come into a relationship with God through faith in Jesus has an even bigger miracle than that. You know, the, I was thinking about this, that really in this story, that these, these lepers represent, I believe, the spiritual condition of every one of us. That they had a, a physical disease, but we all come into this world with a spiritual disease that's more serious than any leprosy. And it's the spiritual disease of sin that eats us up, gnaws on us, destroys our life, destroys our relationships, prevents us from what God has from us. And there's nothing we can do about it. 
There's nothing we can do to overcome the sin problem inside of us. But Jesus took that sin on the cross. And those of us that have come into a relationship with God, we have experienced the miracle, an even greater miracle than these lepers, of him changing us on the inside, of him giving us a new heart, a clean heart, forgiving us of our sins, making us a new person, bringing us into close relationship with God. That's, that's a way bigger miracle than this. And it's just so it's a good reminder to me, like, man, this is, I've got something to honor God with and to thank him for and to acknowledge what he's done in my life. And, you know, what's crazy is that as we, as we give God thanks and honor and acknowledgement, it actually brings us life, too. You know, there's, we were made, we weren't made to be God. We were made to be the one that honors God. And when we honor God, it's, it's the most fulfilling and joyful place to be. So I just want to, man, I just think this story is, is so, such a great story for us, wherever we're at. And you know, as, as we look at that, I, I trust that God has something for each one of us this morning. That he's leading us to a faith in him. That, first of all, causes us to approach him. And that may be the, the most important thing for you today. Say, I need to approach Jesus. I've been handling this situation in my life by myself. But I can approach God through Jesus. God, will you be my Savior? Will you be my answer in this situation? God may be speaking to us to to act before we see the results. He may have already spoken to you, or he may be speaking even this morning. Something that he wants you to, to do. Something, a way he wants you to live. And it's going to take faith to walk into that before you see the results. So that may be the thing God's calling you to. Or he may be calling you to acknowledge him and to give honor to him, to thank him, to him directly and to tell other people about it too as it's appropriate. And to have our faith for us to that. So I want to pray for us, ask God to help us walk that out. And then uh, we're we're going to worship God with one more song. As after that. But let's, let's pray together. Father, thank you that you're the one thank you that you are full of I thank you today, you're full of compassion for us. You see every every need, every longing, every situation. I pray even now that where there are hindrances to seeing you accurately, that those would melt away and we would see you for who you are. Lord, thank you for your word. Thank you for the life you have for us. Lord, I trust you to lead us more fully into that. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's stand together.